It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. And gentlemen, I feel like it has been a while. The podcast that we do post Ravens bye week where the show feels a little empty with no Ravens at this time of year. And then we have the bye week, so there is no instant analysis. I feel like we haven't chatted in a while. So how are you guys doing? Tired. I'm very I'm white, dude. I've been getting up at 530 working out, trying to get my shit together. Um, during COVID, I lost a bunch of weight. I got in pretty good shape, relatively speaking. And then I fell off a deck early in the infancy of this podcast and all my fitness went to shit. So I'm trying to get back on the horse a little bit. Plus I started a new full-time job, uh, last week. So just trying to start some good habits and start to cut some weight and get my shit together. So I'm tired. Wow, good I'm tired. Life that, that, that's on film. Yeah. A little off the life update, hmm. by the way, if you're, um, I'm finally at a position here in my CPA career where I feel comfortable reaching <laughs> out in my other life, which is this, the podcast and Twitter to say, Hey, like if you need some tax work done, slide my DMs, feel free. <laughs> Always be selling. Wonderful stuff there. Yeah. RDT. Um, yeah, same thing. I'm tired. I have a four-year-old running around and now she's sick. So, which ultimately means I'll be sick, which ultimately means my wife will be sick. So it's just that never ending cycle. So other than that, can't complain, you know? Wow. When you, when you, when you think about the bliss of being married with a child that you really just described it there. I mean, that, that makes everybody want to go out there and, 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 and become a family. The first sneeze, you just know, like, alrighty, well, here we go. The first time you get you get a cough right, a birthday, right in the back. A birthday, a birthday coming though, correct? Yeah, tomorrow. I'm blowing up balloons. I got a bike to put together. So yeah, it'll be uh it'll be uh this is the first gonna... this a first this a first bike gift. First big bike, bike Yeah, gift. first big girl bike. Wow. Training wheels on it. Yeah, training wheels on it, but easily taken <laughs> off. Uh, uh princess, princess basket, streamers. Probably put a baseball card in the spokes, you know. Do you have do you have a a plan for training? I don't. Just gonna Mm. just gonna go. Is she gonna go? Is she when do you feel like you're gonna make the transition off of the training wheels? I I will say one of the only things I ever did well athletically in my life was I was easy money on the bike with no training wheels. I mastered it like very quickly. No, see, I was the opposite. I I was a late bloomer with with a lot of that. on a bike? Oh wow! Oh yeah, I needed yeah. the training wheels for a very little period of time. No, I I think I was I was I was more on the later side. I think I was just comfortable with them, but I don't know. She's sure. she's pretty. She's got her mom's smarts and like, you know, <laughs> she picks up on stuff easy. So I think she I think I she may be she may be quicker than I was. So we'll see. Taylor, don't I'll you fancy a- yourself a swimmer as well? Me? I do. I do. Uh, yeah. Oh, body right. surfer. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's a body surfer. Yes. I was going to say yes. the biking is the one thing. Maybe it's not the one thing. No, yes. That's true. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I one point was a very good lacrosse player very a long, long time ago. But um, yeah, no, body surfing. I mean, look, I mean, we're obviously way out of the season. And I talked about this during the summer uh, of just the lack of waves in Ocean City allowing me to shred with the shredders and the young shredders out there. We really setting, set a example for the youths as they try to use their their body boards boogie boards whatever you like to call them and i'm just like it's just you got to use your body 
just you, you, all you need is yourself in this life. And there were some, the there were some hellacious waves out there a couple of weeks ago when I was down in Ocean City and it was like seventy eight degrees out there. The waves are crashing. Yeah, there are a lot of swells. Oh, I'm sad to miss them. I would have tossed a wetsuit <clears throat> on it. Swells. Out there. Yeah, I don't even think you would sad. need one. That's how warm it was. Ah, uh, the water had to have been cold at that point, though. The water is so cold in the su- The water's cold in the summer at this point. The water is never warm. Global warming. <laughs> Everything. My ass. Every every place else is warm, but not the water apparently. So, what can you do? Although now it's cold. It's that cold everywhere. It's very cold today. Very cold today. tomorrow morning. It's brutal. Now we're small talk. What do, what do we have on the What do we have on the docket? Uh, in terms of temperature. Yes. In the morning, uh, 33 degrees with a real feel of 24. Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. The uh, um, kickball kickoff temperature is 39 with a real feel of 33. Wow. Yeah, that is true. I think this is where it's worth talking about. Pandas in the championship, our, our cup and hand kickball team, three rounds of playoffs tomorrow as Volo once again messes up the weeks and doesn't allow us to just play a semis and a finals on one night. We're playing all three rounds. Um, a lot of teams did not make the playoffs tough if you were expecting to make the playoffs because um, sometimes every team makes it. Um, I will be missing most of it at um, Maryland men's soccer as we play in the first round of the NCAA tournament, but I'm going to try to make it back for the end of the championship game. But a huge night for the Pandas. Another boot could be in the offing. We'll see. We have not been challenged really all year. Two boots, yes. Flip Cup also involved, so yeah. But we may be flip, we may be flip until about midnight with this game at 845, this championship game. This is the issue with the late playoff, with the three rounds of playoffs. The Flip Cup tournament is just totally thrown to the waste. But we'll see. How do you feel, yeah. Banks? Uh, I mean, about our kickball odds. Is that the question? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I mean, nobody course. better. I feel great. Yeah. Flip cup, I'm looking at who you play for. Great first. job of avoiding the tables. Um, yeah. You have I, not gotten I, on the flip cup table intend, really the entire year. I had one week I've done it. Uh, I intend to, to swerve the flip cup tables yet again um, as needed. Um, it might come down with something nasty there. Uh and we'll just let the uh, the boys and girls do the job. Yeah, we have the booze and ballers tomorrow in the first round at six fifteen. Um, so we'll see if we'll see if the booze and ballers, the booze and out, ballers, out on Baltimore Peninsula. Mm, the new mm-hmm. Baltimore. Peninsula. Did you miss that, Taylor? What? Port Covington has been renamed. That no, is that what that's now called? Oh, yeah. I missed that. Baltimore Baltimore Peninsula. Wow, fire. That's a fire name. I think it makes more sense. Port Covington's kind of cool, though. I don't know. Port. I found out today Port Covington used to be Fort Covington. That's mm. even cooler. And it did this support. Is the, this is the type of talk that McHenry people come during the, the During the War of 1812, it, it served as support for Fort McHenry. That's a that's a Banks history lesson if there ever yeah. was one. So everyone go to follow at Pandas Win. You can get all of the content throughout the night. We're looking for more Instagram followers as we always are. So make sure to follow along. Uh, we could win another championship. So appreciate all the support from listeners. Uh, let's get into the Ravens. We're back. And honestly, had a pretty good weekend last weekend despite not playing with the Buffalo Bills losing to the Minnesota Vikings in the best game of the year so far in the NFL, I'd say. It was an incredible football game. Mm-hmm. Blew my mind. I just was 
mean, I'm sitting on the couch and, and the girlfriend's next to me, like on the phone with somebody and it's a pretty serious conversation. And I'm just sitting there just losing my mind over Justin Jefferson catches and the fumble. And like the fact that Kirk cousins was definitely in on that sneak. I mean, you got to get a camera angle on both sides of the pile. I don't know how we're not there at this point, but, um, and also like, I, I might've said something along this lines, these lines at some point, but like referees before they say this is going to review, they should just be able to say we're the call on the field was not a confident one. So we're going to review to make a call as opposed to Mm -hmm. review a call. So that's a play where like, come on, these guys on the, on the goal line, it's mostly guesswork. It's mostly feel they should just review it and just make the call based on the information that is given to them in the video one way or another. Well, it, it goes back to them not wanting to like, where they like, don't want to show up their, their guys or whatever. I'm with you. They hundred percent should do that where it's like, Oh, they're afraid to overturn a call because it's going to hurt this ref's feelings or it's going to, you know, it's going to give him a bad grade or whatever, but it's like, no, it doesn't matter. Like you got to do what you got to do to get the, the call. Right. And again, a billion dollar industry, the NFL, you know, it's the most powerful organization in the world and we can't get cameras on the goal lines. Like we just, we can't like, what do you, what do you mean? We can't do that. Like this, we can't this, do chips. We can't do chips in the ball. Tennis, tennis is fine with it. Never oh an issue God. there. Like we so, can't do that. But the, the touchdown that, you know, Marcus Peters let up on against the saints. I mean, that's totally a play. The referees just let play out so mm-hmm. that they can just let it, you know, have the option to look at it and, you know, when they're not sure, but I would think that the referee probably thought he was out, but wasn't confident enough to just stop the play because of it, because of Mm -hmm. what he clearly had the sideline to go. And so they were stuck with an initial call and they looked at the replay and it was like, I think he's probably, he's probably on the line, but it's not obvious enough. So we're not going to change it. Like they gotta, there's gotta be something in there for them to, to kind of nail that down. There is something to the drama of the is it a touchdown, not a touchdown on the goal line, though, that does make football great. I know that's like the anti just get things right argument, but it's like, did he get there? Always a always a fun one. But I guess you still get that. And you still like get Chip that. says Hawkeye says that he's in. Hawkeye is awesome. We get everybody in the See, what they would need to do is for it to be like Hawkeye, where it like you, you it, it can't like hit a uh, like a buzzer. It's like, oh, it's in like in soccer with the review where it's like, oh, you can't see it. They have to make it a show like you have to throw so on the video down. board. Get uh, people. Cl- yeah, like you said, get people clapping. And be like, oh, he's in. And that would be very fun. They have to do it that way. Got to make it traumatic. And you still get the car. Right, so it doesn't really matter. How could we really build this idea out? I mean, the scoreboard seemed like an easy way to go about it or the referee. I mean, I love at least hockey when, like, who's it? McAuliffe. Mm-hmm. Um, Builds getting it up. mixed up with the NFL one. Terry McAuliffe. That's Terry McCauley. What's the McCauley? Yeah. Yeah. After further review, and then he just stands there for a sec. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then he he spins around and either, you know, good goal. So, I mean, that's a that's also a great uh, referee call. Which I, have we gotten? Did we do that one? No, did we, we didn't do that. Starting five. 
Uh, I don't think so. Just referee signals across yeah, all should. sports. It's a really that's a really great idea. But him pointing at center ice for goals and then waving it off. I mean, that at least is dramatic enough. Put the put the referee on the microphone. Let him have a little personality with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like you said, the game itself was great. The digs catch, I thought was awesome. And so good. catch. The digs catch, I legitimately, I was like, oh my god, this is. Can I give a? Can I give? This is not gonna. I'm not gonna be like take down the Jefferson catch guy. Incredible catch. I watched it like 15 times. Did he get a little helped by the fact that the safety was like coming, also coming down with the ball, which helped? So I, I thought he got more help initially and then he clearly has his hand cupped around the ball in some fashion that just seems impossible that he could possibly have like come around and cupped his hand around but there had to have been a little help from that taking a little bit of the force off him coming down but then he then when he hits the ground has it like so easily in hands i'm like i guess maybe he just did that himself he's incredible Mm. and also they're so clearly throwing to him every single time. Oh, still, yeah, yeah. They have nobody else to throw to. Kirk Cousins is just like peppering him. I mean, talk about a guy that's keeping a guy employed in terms of Cousins and Jefferson. I mean, that throw Cousins made that Jefferson caught was, I mean, I mean, he had to make it. It's fourth and 18 throw. It's your best player. I kind of don't hate it. But, man, what a bad throw. Give this guy really no chance uh, in a jump ball situation. And Jefferson's like, no, you give me a chance. I'm just going to make the greatest catch anyone's ever seen. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think Odell's is better. Uh, I, don't I don't know. With the guy draped all over, fourth and eighteen. I mean, I guess that we're starting to win the game. Degree of difficulty versus impact. That's the thing. Like, it's this like is two different arguments, but yeah. The, I don't. I think the catch itself, Odell, like fully extended all the way, arms back, falling out of bounds. Like Odell was one where, like, I, I remember watching it live, and I remember like him making the catch and i was like holy shit like what mm-hmm. was that even real like, i just remember looked, being like, like cgi yeah i, I was just like he wasn't in it was like, one of those like scrums where you know the guys go down and it's like oh well, that's probably intercepted wait mm-hmm. he's got that like mm-hmm. what and then you kind of think to yourself like oh maybe this is like an Antonio Freeman type of situation. If you know what we'll play, I'm yeah. talking about on that yeah, one. Yeah. Like, yes. Oh, maybe yeah. just, he just kind of juggled it and ended up with it. Like, no, he just made an insane. So that was like, I can't imagine being in that stadium. I guess you're on the wrong side of it as a Buffalo bills fan. And you're, it's a high leverage situation late in a game, but I would, I would hope that the reaction was very much like, uh, like Wayne Gretzky and coyotes fans looking up at the, the jumbotron, at Ovechkin, like, how mm-hmm. did he score that? Yeah. Oh, that's how he scored that. Like, that had to have been the reaction on all the replays they showed. Like, every replay just made the catch look even more and more incredible and more and more like, how the fuck did he do that? Mm-hmm. He's just, he's, he's very, very good. It's, he's good. And again, it, it always blows my mind that guys like that, like, where did he go in the mid teens? Like, I think so. It's it's blows my mind that guys like that will just no. I think he I think he went in the twenties. Was he in the twenties? Because I know obviously there's the Jalen Rieger the pick. It's the pick they used to trade yeah, for digs. The Bills gave it to him. It's like nineteen or something, which is uh, one of the rare trades that has ultimately twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. It's yep. that that trade has worked out so well for both of those. Like 
I don't yeah. think you can say who it's worked, you know, who it's worked out better for. I guess maybe the Bills. You probably argue that it's worked out better for Minnesota because they have this, they have this kind of rookie deal right now. So if you're, yeah, yeah, if you're Buffalo and you had him on a rookie deal and he's giving you some more production, you can like do more things with it. But mm-hmm. I mean, the Bills is a Darius Smith. The Bills did a go for it trade and it's worked out with Diggs and he's made Josh Allen better and all this. And I mean, those, so those it guys obviously worked out for them. Two of the top three, four. Five receivers, easily five, I think receivers, but yeah, incredible. And yeah, like you said, the Ravens seem to, you know, I mean, they they, they got to win I mean, without Jefferson is twenty three. He doesn't or he doesn't turn twenty four until next summer. Like he's gonna three time All Pro unless he gets hurt, and even then he might still be an All Pro. Like he's yeah. This year he's got sixty nine catches, nice for over a thousand yards and touchdowns in nine games. I mean he's, he's I mean he's on. He's on pace for the first 2,000-yard receiving season, which I thought had already been done. Him and, but... and Tyreek. I know Cup did it last year, but it was combined. It was, a, oh, it was yeah. playoffs and regular season. Oh, yeah. He finished at like which, 1946 or something. Yeah, it was it was close, I think. Um, but I looked yeah, at that I mean, list a little bit. There's a I'm guy... trying to figure out how Jefferson dropped the 22. That's what I'm saying. Like, How does a guy that good... He had 111 catches for 1,500 yards and 18 touchdowns in 2019 with, with Burrow. It's fucking insane. Yeah, Any wide receivers getting taken him. above him? Henry Ruggs. Yeah, Jalen Rieger. Jalen Rieger. Don't you remember the, the video yeah. of the, 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 the Vikings yeah, laughing? Judy, Lamb, and Rieger all went before him. And Ruggs. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Judy stinks. He gets hurt every, he gets hurt every three weeks. He's not yeah. very good. He seems He's like just, a guy who plays. He seems like a guy who plays football because he's good at it, not because he likes it. Like any injuries, like ah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I would like. I he 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 fits all the physical. I just don't think he and and I look his quarterback play has been horrible. So give him mm-hmm. that much respect. He has terrible Russell Wilson right now, and he's had he had really bad. So maybe and he's still really young too. So maybe it comes around for him. Um, and Lamb is obviously good. He hasn't been as good as as I think. Yeah, I think um, Lamb's been really really good. But yeah, yeah, yeah Lamb, there's that Lamb's very good. There's that clip of the 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 Vikings GM like legitimately laughing out loud when they're like, the Eagles took who they took Rager and he's like put it in put in the pick like, and he's laughing in his home office in 2020 at the draft like, holy shit I can't believe we just got this guy, like, legitimate. Yeah, the Rager thing is the the Rager thing has not gone very well. No, I think the interesting receiver draft in the first round. Uh no, he's playing for the Vikings. He's on the Vikings. That's right. Yeah, Vikings. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fair catching punts on he's Sunday. He's for the Vikings. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk got taken at twenty-five. T. Higgins a little bit after that. Where, yeah. Michael, where, where, Michael, where was Ayuk? Michael Pittman. Look, Lavishka Shenault. Ayuk was Arizona State. Arizona State. Yep. KJ Hamler got taken in that draft. Chase Apple got taken in that draft. Van Jefferson got taken in that draft. Devin Duvernay got taken in that draft. Denzel Mims, mm-hmm. Ryan Edwards, who had a, has has had some good games with the with the Raiders. So yeah, yeah, Justin Jefferson's amazing. But speaking of Devin Duvernay, the Baltimore Ravens, um, they're back in action against the Carolina Panthers. And before we started the podcast, I said to RDT, like, what is there really even to say about this game? This is a thirteen point spread. This is a Panthers team that, crazily enough, has been involved in the division race because of how bad that division is. But, you know, had Baker 
went away from Baker, went to PJ Walker. He's now out. Um, and they're back to Baker. And it feels like a game that the Ravens should win by 24. Um, is there really any, you know, not to, you know, cut the discussion off. Is there anything we want to see from this game from the Ravens banks that is beyond just sort of a take care of business, good team versus bad team, move on to the next week type of deal? I think just the idea of taking care of business would just as a whole, like send the right message. It's shocking to think about it, but the Ravens last year were eight and three. We all know what happened afterwards and why it happened. But point being is that that team had quite a head start in the standings um, before things went south. And so, you know, they sit here six and three with the NFL's easiest schedule the rest of the way. And this is the kind of game coming out of the bye where you want to set the tone as to how you're going to go about that second half for the year with, you know, a bunch of more or less cupcakes on the schedule. So the spread is 12. I think they'll cover that easily. I've got a healthy little wager on that. Um, I want to see them run the ball. I want to see them continue to do what they've done to NFC South teams the last couple of weeks that they played. Um, and I want to see guys stay healthy. I want to see more Roquan Smith. I think everybody's excited to see that. I just want to see this defense as a whole, just kind of do their thing and gel and just get after Baker Mayfield, make him uncomfortable, make him make some bad throws. Um, maybe work in a pick six. You know, we've, we've forced a bunch of takeaways, but we haven't had that like electric uh, return for a touchdown or anything yet. And that was something that really, I mean, 2019, 2020, like Marlon Humphrey was a, was kind of a turnover machine. He was, you know, punching balls out left and right. We haven't really seen that from him all that much. And, um, you know, Marcus Peters, yeah, Marcus Peters hasn't really gotten his. So, um, you know, he's, played well he's played poorly a little bit in pockets so far in this return from injury but um i think it's time for him to make a big play i was gonna say the the marcus marcus peter stuff it's like he hasn't played great and i don't think he's been horrible but i think he's closer to like like there are some plays where you're like what are you doing like and they, i mean I, again obviously he's coming off a major injury and a guy his age because he's older um, you know, it's like, you're, he, I think, I think this is more the markets we're seeing and like, maybe he can't make the break on that ball where, where he's stepping in front in the Seattle game, you know, and stuff like that. It's like, maybe that just, that, that play just isn't in his pocket anymore just because of his age and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't think, you know, that this game is going to like, it's not going to come down to the cornerbacks again. I mean, DJ Moore is a really good player. De- Deontay Foreman is really good too. He's he, I saw him plenty with the Titans last year and he's been great with the, um, with the Panthers since they traded Christian McCaffrey, but it's those two guys. And then it's nothing like there is nothing. We were talking, who do we talk about? What offense were we just talking about? The saints, the, the same thing with that offense, nothing like they got a good running back. Then they got a good wide receiver and that's it. Like, I don't think Baker worries anybody. Um, again, I mean, you want to talk about a, a, a quarterback who the, you know, a majority of the defense probably knows very well is Baker. Like he doesn't scare anyone. This team is stinks. Like you said, M- you know, minus 12, I think is easy. I think you can catch that right now. And and I think they're going to smoke them on Sunday. Yeah. Baker just almost offers no resistance. It's kind of like 
not I'm sure he can play in the league as a backup for a while. It feels like we've officially reached the end when he got benched for Walker of starting Baker. Just doesn't feel like that's coming up. unless he figures out a way to find some Geno Smith type resurgence in a couple of years where he finds a team that for some reason scheme wise or personnel wise really fits him. He just doesn't offer anything really. He just he just is not and, and it's so funny. I remember when we which, you know, when we sort of started coming into the start of the podcast, um, you know, he had he had been pretty good for the the first, you know, for the first few years there. And I remember after his rookie year, I was like, oh, this is a guy that I just I'm just not gonna want to deal with for for a decade. You know, he just he just seemed like he had kind of the it factor. You put good guys around the leader. He he, you know, just has that kind of quarterback intangible. Um, like a guy like Lamar has, like you just have a lot of it factor and like Brady has. And and it's just weirdly gone like very south where he just, you know, makes bad decisions, um, or or just physically can't get it done. Um, and I, I just was straight up wrong about the guy. I, I thought he was gonna very maybe not like an elite elite Mahomes type of guy for a long time, but I thought he was going to be a really good starting quarterback in the league for a number of years. And it just feels like that his back part of his career is over. Like once you get benched for a guy that was playing in the XFL, like you're, you're because that guy feels like he gives the team a better chance to win. I I just don't know how you can, how you're going to go into it. He's not going to go into another situation where he's like the starter, unless it's like where the saints are, where they just like brought through quarterbacks and they have nobody. And like, he starts mm-hmm. some games, so, but he's not like the Panthers got him to be the starter. Like, yeah, they were probably bridging to somebody else, but like, I'm sure if he had played well, he would have stayed there for a little bit and he just has not gotten it done. And he's not letting them have some weapons. I mean, they have DJ Moore, they had McCaffrey, not the McCaffrey ever, you know, gets hurt and doesn't play, oh, but yeah, they Robbie have Robbie Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, and maybe there was a product of Matt Rule just totally lost control of that situation. But um, yeah, I mean, Baker was a guy that was in like five commercials a year. Now he's, you know, he's probably going to be holding a clipboard for a while. Sucks to suck. It's tough. It is tough. So, but that, I mean, I think that's why you look at that spread is like, as you said already, T, what do they bring to the table offensively that is not going to allow this Ravens defense essentially to do exactly what it did in New Orleans? It feels like a very similar game, like you said, offense against the Ravens defense that feels like, as we talked about all the instant analysis after the New Orleans game, that feels on the ascent. It feels like the pieces have kind of started to fit together with Roquan Smith being a little bit of the chair on top and with with some pieces still to come and get better, you know, with Tyus Bowser still to continue to get better and with, you know, David Ajabo and, you know, Marcus Williams eventually returning and, um, this feels like another, as you said, Banks, another like, hey, like make this statement and be like, this is a fun defense to watch. We fly around the field in front of the home fans that have seen a lot of shit this year and just put on a dominant performance. Are, you, are we ready for score predictions? Because I've got one. Sure. 27 go nothing. They're, they're going to pitch Ooh. a shutty. They're going to pitch a shutty this week. Ooh. Yeah, that would get the fans going. I that love would. that. That would get people swaggering around on the walk back. Oh yeah, the game. we're gonna play some bully ball oh. this week. RDT, um, we'll throw some um, scores um, out here. Gosh, um, 27-7. Right. Oh, you're gonna give him the garbage time touchdown. I th- yeah, I think Foreman gets the touchdown. I I need some points from him in fantasy, so I I'll I benched, 30- I benched him for Patterson last week, so I need them. I'll say thirty-five ten. 
35-10. Kick a field goal at some point, get you know, get a score, 35-10. Offense plays well. Uh, I will predict, as you said, you're talking about a defense. There'll be a defensive score in this game. This field, Baker is eventually going to is he we're due and he he's throwing uh he's throwing a you know a duck up three or four times a game when you watch them at this point. So the Panthers yeah, feels like that's where that's gonna go. The Panthers do seem like and it may just be like a Baker thing. They seem like the ultimate like once they get punched in the face, like all right, okay, I, I we we don't Baker's like I don't want this. I I just I don't really want this anymore. So we're uh, I, I don't know I don't know why I think that, but another fun thing we're getting Mark Andrews back. That's exciting. Isaiah likely has taken his steps forward, but I think they're actually starting to use him a little bit in the backfield as like an H back type role. And so I'm really excited to see how they start to implement him into an offense on the field at the same time as Mark Andrews and try to play off of each other a little bit. Just something to keep an eye on. That would be that. That's interesting. Um, one last thing too, I, their defense, the, the, the Panthers, I think they have, they have a couple good guys, Burns, um, but and Shaq Thompson to the linebacker, Brian, you probably know this. Taylor, you probably do too. He has one of my favorite stats in sports history. Shaq Thompson. Mm, don't know it, Brian. I, I feel like he was so he. You know, he was drafted by the Red Sox. He played did, in the Gulf Coast that. League. You said you did know that. Did not. Yeah, so he was drafted. Uh, he's drafted twenty fifth overall by the Panthers in twenty fifteen. But he was also drafted. Um. At a high school, I think. Yes, at a high school. So listen to this. Drafting the 18th round of the 2012 draft, launching the worst baseball career in modern history. His numbers in the Gulf Coast League, 13 games. He had 39 at-bats. How many times did he strike out? 33. 35. 37. <laughs> oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Like, think about So his career stat line, 0, 0, 0. 170 and a zero zero zero. Like Wait, like think about, a bunch of walks. Not I don't his 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 on base percentage is a buck seventy. Um so let me he's scoring three times and driving in one with a stolen base in two attempts. Um let me how see. did he do that? I don't know. I, mean, I gotta go back and look at that up, but it's a miracle. I mean, isn't that it the guy's uh, obviously he's an insane athlete, he's a freak, but like to be drafted. To play That's, and then go, them just drafting somebody raw and being like, okay, we can teach this guy fix a few him. things, and, yeah, yeah, you know, get him into you know some sort of role. What, what did he play? What position? Uh, I think left field. They yeah, said. They, yeah, maybe a yeah. fourth outfielder that they could work in a little bit or something. I don't know, but <laughs> that's awful. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's 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 fantastic. Again, the guy's like an all you know, a very good linebacker. It's just so funny. <laughs> 30, 39 of that's 37 strikeouts is amazing. So I, I needed to get that into the podcast somehow. Every time I see him that's on wild. TV, I'm like, that that guy sucks at baseball. <laughs> like he's really bad. So that's that's crazy. That's very, very crazy. So great. Uh, speaking of PJ Walker, by the way, the XFL draft has been going on the last like 48 hours. Mm-hmm. I went to look at the quarterbacks. I was going to have a little fun talking XFL drafted quarterbacks. Not that many fun ones. You want to talk about Ben DiNucci? Ben DiNucci is on there. AJ McCarron. Uh, former Florida State quarterback DeAndre Francois is on there. AJ McCarron is on there. Anthony Russo from Michigan State is on there, but not a 
Not a ton of like incredibly fun names. How old is McCarran now? McCarran has to be. He's got to be like 30. I was going to say in his 30s. Damn. He's holding on for a long, long time. He is. He was yeah, drafted me, in 2014. Me... Yeah, he's 32. Yeah, he's 32. Yeah, he's going to oh be God, Him and Catherine Webb got married in 2014. Wow. That's. I want to feel old. Wow. Some of the head coaches in this league, by the way, <laughs> Ravens uh, radio analyst Rod Woodson is the head coach of the Las Vegas Vipers, apparently. Um, Anthony Beck is the head coach of the St. Louis Battlehawks. Jim Hazlitt somehow is the coach of the Seattle Sea Dragons. Heinz Ward is the coach of the San Antonio Brahmas, which is that like the Brahma Bowl? Like, what is the Rock doing with this league? And uh, New Orlando Guardians is Terrell Buckley is their head coach. Um, Wade Phillips is the coach of the Houston Roughnecks. I cannot <laughs> believe Wade Phillips is still coaching football. Very funny. Reggie Barlow is the coach of the D.C. Defenders. And Bob Stoops is the coach of the Arlington Renegades. Wade what Phillips is a sneaky good Twitter account. Yeah, which is yes. what maybe the most shocking thing of all. I mean, I can't really yeah. reel off any of his greatest. You guys want to guess? There, age? But... You guys want to? You guys want to guess age on Wade Phillips? Seventy nine. Seventy three. Huh? Seventy five. Okay. Yeah. Look at us. Good look at that. Yeah. Look. Look at us. Uh, I'm trying to put announcers here, and I should have. I always do this during the pod because this this may be a bad. This is a Fox game. If I remember correctly, this is a Fox. This is a this is a Fox game. Gross. I'll say yeah. that's gross. You're more of a CBS man. Uh, Weird to CBS watch. Teams oh. just blow the Fox teams out of the water now that that Buck and Aikman are off that roster. Mm-hmm. Little Not weird to, say they to don't watch. Have comers, but. It continues to be weird to watch AFC home games like that Buffalo game with a Fox crew. That yeah. was just felt like it's that felt like it should have been on CBS. And I still know, haven't gotten over that. You know what the worst part was was Cowboys Packers with no Buck Aikman. That was that was like I don't feel right watching this. That was that weird. just felt that <clears throat> felt gross. Like I don't like was that, that Burton Olsen? Right? Uh maybe was, I don't I don't know. Davis, wasn't it? No, Davis was on was on the um was on the Bills game. Okay, that all ran together for me that entire day. Love bye Davis week. Bye week where you could just sit back and just watch. That I mean, talk about a perfect bye week slate there, especially the first game. Stress free, uh, watch the Bills go down. Yeah, tremendous day. Very very good. Um, your announcers are uh, Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez. Kevin Kugler does a lot of Big Ten stuff. Very nice guy. Does the Big Ten baseball tournament. Very good guy. So excited to listen to Mr. Kugler call Lamar Jackson. And then uh, I think Mark Sanchez is good. Football flincher. Yeah. <laughs> turkeys 2011 of the turkey. Before, of the the, before the podcast, we were watching the part of the interruption turkeys of the year. Well, I was watching and listening. You guys were watching on the screen share. Uh, we will be doing next week. We'll be we're putting this in stone. Um, we'll be doing the exit 52 starting five draft of the 2022 turkeys of the year. So, for that, we will probably be potting on Monday or Tuesday and dropping the show. So, as you drive around your Thanksgiving plans, we will have a, a podcast ready for you. 
obviously after we have the incident analysis on Sunday. But Turkeys of the Year, a good PTI trip, always a very funny montage. It's crazy to me that there are people listening to this who are like, I've, oh, I never watched PTI. Or like, I don't, you know. Definitely like, exists. It was PTI religious for so us coming, coming home yeah. from school. But it, yeah, I mean, and maybe it's still a situation where like kids in high school right now are still watching it because it's a perfect time when you're in high school to turn it on at 530. When yeah. you're coming back from work, unless you like are getting back like right at five or leaving at five and don't have a long commute. Like I just can't watch it. Like it's just mm-hmm. not on when I get home because I'm driving from college park. I just have no yeah. ability to watch it. So unless I record not, it, which it's not the same without reality. Like reality made it. Uh, yeah. Step. Perfect. Yeah. Very perfect. good. Very good with reality. Very good with reality. Good night, Canada. Um, and with that, let's go to the starting five draft presented by fed thrill. I will say, no disrespect to Fed Thrill. Haven't needed the sunglasses for a few days. But at some point, the sun will come back out and we will have to use them. You can get your 20% off. I guess this morning when I was outside, um, it was pretty sunny. Uh, 20% off. Use promo code X52. Get your Fed glasses. Great stock stuffer. Great gift as you come up into the holiday season. Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Many other holidays as well. Get your, uh, your loved ones some Fed Thrills. We'll be saying that for a few weeks. And on the topic of holidays, oh, what a transition by your guy. We are drafting our favorite holidays with Thanksgiving up next week. As I said, we will do turkeys of the year. I'm now very excited for turkeys of the year. This is one of our better ideas we've come up with in a while. Um, we're doing best holidays. Just straight up picking your favorite holidays. That's all it is. Banks has the first pick. RDT has the second pick. I have the third pick, Banks. I know where you're going here. I've already typed it in. It's Christmas. Yep. It's the easiest pick of all time. Christmas is the best. Um, when you're a kid, it's awesome. When you're an adult, it's awesome. Um, I mean, how much do I have to go on and on about Christmas? You got movies, you got music. You, it's, a, it's a whole culture in itself. You got sports. There's sports too. Yeah, there's some sports. There's some there's sports. Some sports. There's, there's some sports. Think, Are you guys I big think, NBA on Christmas, guys? I was, gonna, I was going there. I think the NBA on Christmas is one of the most overrated things going. I think it's mm. fine. I think it's fine. Like I don't tune it. I I don't like. It's nice to have on. I guess like it's there, but it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have. I will die on the hill that the NBA should start on Christmas Day, because I, I think that the Christmas Day games feel just like they are, like the. 50, like you know the 20th game or the 30th game or whatever it is that a team has played during the year but if it was like the official kickoff and now the nfl is just encroaching it's just going to take over christmas mm-hmm. but if you had the nba like kick off its season with you know that unbelievable five game slate and you hadn't seen a team teams yet and we as opposed to like a random tuesday on tnt in the middle of october that doesn't mm-hmm. feel special at all no one i mean there was no and we talked about this in the nhl and the nba there's no buzz about the beginning of those seasons it's the same no. with college basketball college basketball screws up the opening of the night too there were no good games all the big jays were complaining about it but they were right um like when it started in the lockout year and like the first day was like Christmas mm-hmm. day. It was like, wow, yeah, awesome. fire me up. The NBA is yeah. back. Like, let's go Christmas day. I'm watching. The, but now it's just like, oh, it's like whatever it is. Lakers warriors and, you know, the Lakers stink and whatever. It just doesn't feel that special. But when I you do, get a good finals rematch, it's fun. The finals rematch is the best game of the year on the. And on, like, I remember like, 
like high school, like I guess after high school, and like, like what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm trying to remember, but like, like Kobe, Kobe and and Shaq, you know, uh, when it was Heat Lakers, uh, or not Heat Lakers, um, or I think they did do that. Heat Lakers, they do, they did Heat Lakers, yep. Yeah, and then like you know, LeBron and Kobe, and they, you know, T Mac used to always, you know, they used to always get. I do like how they do that. Obviously, you need the big stars, but yeah, it just doesn't. I don't think it carries the weight that it that it you know usually does because like I said it's a it's a Wednesday night and I'm sitting here watching Golden State Phoenix and it's like this should be a big game but it's like eh, nobody nobody really cares the games are Bucks Celtics um Grizzlies Warriors Nuggets Suns Lakers Mavericks and Sixers Knicks that's not that good it's just not maybe it's because the league has a little parody and so you don't really have it, but like I would have done, I would have got, I think you got to do finals rematch every single Christmas. In my mm-hmm. opinion, you play that. You that's to. like the main, because like that creates like a, maybe a potential finals, but like Celtics. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, and you know, Grizzlies versus the, the Warriors are fun with, you know, they're trying to draw stars. So you put John ja there, like whatever, but they haven't done enough to like, Get in that get in that prime slot with like Curry. Like I'd rather just them throw in the Lakers. I'd rather have done Lakers, Warriors, and done Dallas. Do Ja versus Luca. Mm-hmm. Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Christmas is awesome. That's the clear number one pick. I love Christmas. It's the best. Uh, RDT. I know to where me? this is going as well. I yep. too. You have one. I You're the second pick. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't. Oh man, I thought it was a third pick for some reason. New. Um. Shoot. I'm. I'm gonna. I don't know if this is an audible. I'm going Fourth of July. Wow. Okay. Fourth of July. I think Fourth of July is a great holiday. Um. Again, I mean, for me, I spend it at the beach every year. You know, down in Dewey, Bethany, or Rehoboth. Um. Just awesome being down there, going to the bars doing fireworks, you know, being at the beach. Um, and then even if you stay home, you're off work. doesn't matter what day it is. You're off work. You're doing a barbecue. You're doing a cookout. You're going to a pool. You're doing something. Get some Nathan's, you know, hot dog eating contests. Um, you get some day baseball. You, you know, you get all that baseball. Um, you know, NBA free agency is usually right around that time. That was when Durant signed with the Warriors, you know, kind of went nuts. I, I think it, it's a great holiday. Fireworks can get, get can get lost. I'm done with fireworks, but I think everything else about the holidays is is, is a one. So, and also it's just in the summer. Like everyone's in a good mood. It's it's just a, it's a good it's a good vibes holiday. It's a it's a very good holiday. My one knock on it, and I did this earlier this summer. It it's basically the end of summer. Summer's already over. Yeah, yeah. Because again, then you're like, all right, I got three weeks left of the July. And then August starts, and then you're seeing school commercials, and it's right and, on top of you. Yeah, but you blink and it's done. Yeah, but I think you got a little bit left. But Fourth of July is very good. It's very, very good. I think you can. I think you can vary circumstantially more than Christmas or other holidays based on like, uh, did you get like, a, are you know, are you getting forced to watch fireworks? What do people want to do? There's like some sometimes some uncertainty with 4th of July planning that I think doesn't happen on, you know, what I would call the big three, the big two holidays, one of which I will take right now. Uh, I am thrilled to have Thanksgiving fall to be number three. Absolutely thrilled. What an amazing holiday. Football, family, food, 
so many fit. college basketball. You have so much college basketball around Thanksgiving feast week. One of the great weeks of the year, college football this year, you're getting the world free cup. I mean, it's going to be a wild Thanksgiving. One of the great Thanksgivings. Um, and for, you know, people that go to the finest of high schools around the area, you get the Turkey Bowl, one of the great games of the year, which Calvin continues to dominate. So, we have that as well. Although after last year when I said they were going to lose, or I said they were going to dominate them, they lost. But, uh, you know, we'll be back chair. The boys are back and refocused. Um, so I'm taking Thanksgiving. Love Thanksgiving. I mean, holiday. Cosign, all of it. It's should It should have gone number two. Yeah, I was stunned. I was ready to take 4th of July as just a little bit upset when you didn't take it. I mean, it, this is the Jeff, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rager situation. I mean, we no. were thrilled to run Thanksgiving. I do not to know the podium. 4th of July is not Jalen Rager. Like, it's not. There's no way. Jerry Judy? No, no. Henry Ruggs? Whoa, easy. <laughs> easy. No, I think it's a, it's a fine pick. Thanksgiving is awesome, too. It's a good, it's a good time. I don't yeah, there's gonna so be there's gonna be a holiday here that's gonna fall to you guys that maybe would get taken here at four as the as the clear three four. I'm not taking it because this is not one of my favorite holidays. I'm taking Labor Day. Had it on big my- Labor Day, big Labor Day weekend guy. I would say it's like the start of summer, and that's a great feeling. That is why I think I like it the most. It feels like you're projecting into that June situation from Labor Day. Isn't Labor Day the end? Your your hands. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Oh. Jesus. Sorry, Memorial Day. <laughs> That's what I. Jesus. Uh... Sorry. You guys, let me know if I fucked it up. I'll take Labor Day. I do like Labor Day. Well, I, I was meant to like, take wait. Memorial Day. I meant to take okay. Memorial Day. I meant to take Memorial Day. I meant to take Memorial Day. We're not giving it. I mean, Labor Day was on everyone's board. What do you guys want to do? You guys rule it. I no, fucked it up. Take whichever one you want. Take Memorial Day. All right. Well, all the things I just said about Memorial Day stand. I love Memorial Day weekend. So Memorial Day, Labor Day, I can never do anything. We'll talk about Labor Day at some point. I'm sure one of you guys will take it or I'll take it. I never do anything because we have sports going on, but everyone else lost me up so bad there because like you said Labor Day and I'm like, ooh, like, okay, like, all right, I got to think about my thing. You're like, okay, take apart. Taylor could never do anything on Labor Day. Why is he picking it? Uh, Memorial Day, thoughts? Good week. It's a, Good weekend. It's a great holiday. I mean, it's an Ocean mm-hmm. City tradition. It's it's um exactly right. It's just like things are on the up and up. Summer's kicking off. It's I think that's the appropriate spot for that pick to have been taken. I'd take and it ahead of Fourth of July. If you're me and growing up, it was also the lacrosse final four, which as a young lax rat was one of the great weekends of the year. It really was semifinals on Saturday, final on Monday. Mm-hmm. So good. Used to love going to those games as a kid. So that has always had it. And now as an you know, as a young adult, now you know, I guess a full fledged adult. <laughs> Ocean City, very fun. Maybe still young adult. Um, RDT. Um, I guess I'll go. I'll go St. Patrick's Day. Mm, I like that pick there. Fun day. You know, very fun again. Obviously, the the older you get, you get a family. You're not going out like you used to. But I mean, again, you like your 21, 22, 23 year old St. Patrick's days are like. I mean, it's you get to the bar at 10 a.m. You know, as early as you can, and 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 
And then like every couple years when I think there was one year that the first day of March Madness landed on St. Patrick's Day, which is just like, I mean, that's chef's kiss. Like it's usually and this mix, was, yeah. Yeah, there there it's this was back when I before the apps and stuff. I want to say it was like 2012 or something, maybe. But like I'm going to the bar with a with a manila folder full of brackets and a highlighter. And I'm like, you know, we're at the bar and we're highlighting and we're Xing out our, our wrong picks, just drinking our faces off with green beer and, and Guinness and whatever you want and watching March Madness. So it's one of the, I mean, it's a, it's a sprint. It's a marathon holiday too. It's an all day one. Um, It's, it's, you know, and again, you usually you're out somewhere, you're meeting up with your, your group of friends, you know, you know, girlfriend, whatever you're, you're meeting up with people after work, everything, everything about it is just, it's awesome. It's a very fun day. Very fun day. Agreed. Co-sign all of what you said there. I think you know that you took that pick right off from under my nose. I, I think yeah, you know I, I saw your face. So, yep. Yeah, that was yep. a concern. I, I, had to that's, I mean, that's a bank's draft room that's reeling. I didn't. Well, think yeah, that I mean, he was going to go there either. I thought he had other things on the brain. I thought he no. might go li- Labor Day. I mean, it's been said, so I could say it. So, <laughs> bank shift too. Taking Christmas Eve. <laughs> I thought I'm, double I dipping. I'm going. I'm, I'm going in on it. I'm going Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, in some ways, is better than Christmas Day. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked I about it, it on this podcast before. If you are a, a man of um, holy beliefs, you you had knock out the Christmas Eve mass. You know, midnight you get mass. yourself get yourself a nice supper. Not midnight. I don't, no midnight. No 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 no. You go at five. Go at six o'clock. Whatever. And then you just correct. You get your joy to the world. You get out of there. You you go home and you get hors d'oeuvres and snacks. Like just get the. There's a very. There's a very specific rush to the joy to the world that is at the back half of a Christmas mass at like five or six o'clock mm-hmm. where you know you've come to not that you know we love mass where you've come to the end and you know you're home free to as you said like dinner as your kid, like dinner and then like fun with family or whatever it is, it's like an adult, you're going back to like drink a little bit, like half then you're like rolling into Christmas morning. That is like a very specific rush as you're like standing in the pew, like banging the joy of the world. And you're like, joy of the world. And you're like, let's go. I am. That is, that that is like, yeah. Yeah. And that song bangs, absolutely bangs. So yeah, that's a, this is a good pick. Yep, you go home, you get your pigs in a blanket, you get your bagel bites, you get your whatever you get going. Um, buffalo chicken dip and Christmas Eve. I mean, it's 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 a fantastic holiday in itself. Little little Hawaii bowl action. A lot of times, Which yeah. I don't think it's anymore. I don't think anymore, right? I don't know. I think that I think ended also, with COVID. Well, this year there's freaking gonna be NFL games all day. Yeah, that's yeah. That's true. I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Christmas Eve over Christmas Day because Christmas Day, again, a lot of times you're traveling, you're going to this place and you're going to this place. And then you're you know, so you don't I don't know. Christmas Eve is kind of I don't I, I like Christmas. Eve. Yeah, you kind of stay with your people. Christmas Day has become a lot better recently for me. Family wise. So we have we don't move around anymore. We just stay at the house, which is awesome. Yeah, that's, you just like wake yeah, up, you do your thing. Yep, your Christmas Eve has obviously changed a lot as well, RDT, because, you know, you're helping Santa bring in the presents for your young one. 
Yeah, you're making everything. But also, I mean, like there was Are a you time Santa that, tracker family at this point. Are you guys tracking Santa on Norad? Um, you guys maybe, doing that? Maybe this year. I don't think she realized what it was last year. I think this year will be the big one. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like this is only going to be my 10th. I think 10th Christmas in Maryland. I used to never spend Christmases in Maryland. So it was always like Christmas Eve. We were always traveling. It was always very hectic. So it was kind of just like a rush. We used to do Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas up in Pennsylvania. So it was. I've mm. done Christmases all over, but it's crazy that you've you've got a count going. Well, because when my grandparents died, we stopped going up to Pennsylvania for Christmas. So oh. it was like every Christmas and then every year oh. after. So yeah, it was it was legitimately every Christmas because that's gotcha. where the family okay. would have that Christmas no. at my grandparents' house. Hawaii Bowl, Christmas Eve, eight o'clock, ESPN, Mountain West versus USA. Let's go. Let's go. It should Hawaii should have and an then, by the way. Automatic bid the Maryland Terrapins are in the quick claim ball just the twenty six. God forbid. <laughs> Please God no. Why? Where's that one at? Only Detroit. Detroit. I think that's yeah. yeah, it's a tough that's a tough bowl. I mean, I just we'll call it space paid. Sorry to the big time, but that's a, a tough bowl to get into. Terps have been in it before. Yeah, they played there um, a couple years ago. Uh played against Boston College. Boston College lost, to Steve, yeah. lost to Steve Adazio. DJ Durkin were the two coaches. Interesting. Guys being guys. Being guys. It guys being bang, you have another one. <sighs> I think there's a steep decline after the the five that have been picked so far. I think I'm going to take Labor Day now. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I'm taking yeah. Labor Day. Um, <clears throat> it's the worst of, like, the three, like, main summer holidays. It marks the end of summer more officially. Um, but football's, you know, football's right around the corner. There's usually some great um, college football games. Usually they throw on one on Sunday or Monday night. I mean, the Maryland-Miami um, <clears throat> game um, with the coach that we're not going to name. Uh, that game back in 2010, 2011, 2011 was uh, one of those uh, Labor Day weekend games, which, I mean, one of my favorite memories of college. Um, yeah, Labor Day weekend. Who doesn't love a three-day weekend in warm weather mm-hmm. and football? It's a it's a really quality weekend. Like I said, mine is filled with normally we do. I have like a lot of work responsibilities that weekend, so I don't get to enjoy some of the like going to Ocean City for the last, you know, kind of hurrah of a three day or whatever. But it's the very good. There's a lot of good sports that weekend. It's a good like kind of like football is really beginning college. Or it's kind of a college football weekend. It's like really a college football kickoff is Labor Day weekend mm-hmm. with the games all weekend. And then you roll into the NFL the next week. So, um, yeah, it's a good one. Very Already today. Um, oh man, what do I want? Um, I'm gonna take New Year's Eve. I think New Year's Eve is a good time. Again, it's like it used to be. Again, when you're younger, it's you go to the bar, you pay eighty dollars for a ticket, and it's like, oh, but here, listen to this: you get a free champagne glass at midnight, and free we'll champagne toast, a, and we'll also have a breakfast buffet. And you're like, oh, that's great. And then you realize, like, oh, this shit sucks. Like, this is all. It takes me an hour and a half to get a drink. Um, but again, I mean, when you're when you're younger, again, it's it's fun. It's a good time. As you get older, you're like, ah, eh, we'll we'll just come over to our house. And like, we've done that a couple times. Is we have friends over. You count down to midnight. You're in bed at twelve thirty. From there, you're you're good. So, um, but again, it's also like you get sports on. Um, 
always have the day off after. So it's, it's, you know, and usually that day is not a full work day or can't even remember if people are off for that. I don't think so. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, I don't know. It's, it's a, it may, may have been a stretch taking it there, but yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go New Year's. Uh, I think. I think. I think you're. I think we've gotten into the range where that's a proper pick. My it's opinion. on my do not draft list. Mm. It was definitely on my draft list. It is just such a nuisance of a holiday. People just want to dress up and do shit just to do shit, and then you just hung over on your day off the next day, which a I mean can be can be great. Can be great, you know, with all the football on, but mm-hmm. I'm just well. It's it's a lot of fuss. New Year's New Year's Eve is a lot of fuss, and your boy's not into fuss. Not, not a fuss a fuss, guy. You're not a fussy boy. No, no fuss for me. I'm taking New Year's Day. It's a better pick. Yeah, I just think it's the better one, I, especially with with our revelation of the darts, World Championship of Darts mm-hmm. ending on New Year's Day, which I don't know if that's happened. I, I think they may have now moved that, but um, that has ratcheted that ratcheted up New Year's Day for a few years there. I just think with the football on, it's an amazing day. It's such a good day of football New Year, and you're like, it's the perfect day. It speaks to like the fuss when you're hungover and you're just like trying to throw back some food and watch football. It's the perfect day to do it on a day off. It's so good. I like New Year's Eve personally, but I think New Year's Day is, you know, I always will like go over to my parents. I got COVID on New Year's Day a few years ago. <laughs> so, see, I didn't great ho- take great it holiday. because of the hungoverness and like how you're just like, oh my God, I feel like shit. And like, see, but I think you can sleep till like one o'clock and then just roll into football on your couch. I think it ends up being like kind of a fun day. Yeah, but then again, then you realize like, oh my god, the day's already done, and usually like, oh shit, now I have to go to work tomorrow. Uh, so, but I, I get I can, it, I, I get it again. It's a big I can, lounge. I can day. live with that. Huge lounge, arguably the biggest sweatpants day of the year. Yeah, it falls, really falls on Sunday days. this year. Does it? What New Year's oh, Day? Blah. New Year's Day is on Sunday. Pittsburgh Ravens in Baltimore, yeah, I, mean, I believe. Yeah, in that's Baltimore. Now is where I just don't have as many. I'm scrolling through a couple here. What do I want to do here? What do I want to do here? Ah, I'll I'll be a good Catholic. I'll take Easter. I'll take Easter. Easter, much more of a good kids holiday. You don't get a ton out of it as an adult. But for me, it's like a day to see family. We always have dinner and 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 hang out during the day with, with family. So uh, I like Easter. I think it will maybe become better if I, when I have kids and you're, you're doing all the fun, like Easter stuff, Easter egg hunts. I always thought that was very fun as a kid. So I'm going to take Easter more, more of a, a retrospective pick, but I think one that, that, you know, and obviously, you know, all of the, all of the religious connotation is, is important. So, um, and sometimes I'm taking Easter. Sometimes Kevin Ware breaks his leg during Easter dinner. Yeah, I mean there there is some and there's some sport. I mean there's some sports to be had around Easter as well. So I'll take Easter. Easter Jason just Hamill. Easter Easter's a tough one to peg down because it just kind of moves all over the place at times. Yeah. So when it falls on different things, you can't. There's nothing that just is like 
the Easter thing, but Easter has some Easter has some some good sports moments too around Easter Sunday. So Jason Hamill almost threw a no hitter on uh, Easter. That's right. That's right. I remember because I was there. RDT. Um, I'm gonna follow in your kind of footsteps as like the the nostalgic. I'll take Halloween. Just again, as a kid, it's like this is the day. This is we've waited. It's like Christmas and Halloween are your two big ones, and you're like I've waited so long for this and i'm going to eat so much candy and like i am going to cause havoc and just just it's 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 great time when you're a kid i mean if you have a good costume it's like nobody can touch you when i got the yeah. scream mask with the heart pump and it the blood came down the face you could not tell me a goddamn thing i was the <laughs> coolest kid who had ever walked in you know in 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 this country it was awesome like it was just the best again you're just doing whatever you're running across people's yards you're running through their flowers knocking on their doors you're doing all that it's it's just and then again you're eating candy the entire for the next three weeks easy easy candy just just putting it down and then again sometimes when you're when you grow up and your kids are you know not old enough to realize what's going on you can just eat all of their candy too so that's also a fun part because uh, Halloween, my second to last pick. Yeah, I've been on the record about my Halloween feelings from an adult standpoint. I just, I, I just have not been able to find my groove there. But it is a very fun holiday as a kid. It's, fun in college, it's, too. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, fun in college. Oh my god, college. I mean, yeah, I just have never been a Halloween guy, so I was probably not going to pick this. But all the reasons you stated, a, a fine pick at this point of the draft. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to take it earlier or anything, but yeah. Uh, Banks, you have two complete your squad. We're getting the pull out of the crawl space. I'm taking Festivus, December 23rd. Just a murderer's row of December picks here for me. Um, yeah, feats of strength. I mean, what's a better holiday than that? Just airing your grievances. As I rain blows down upon him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 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 this was a that, must have pick for me and yeah. uh i'm starting to get a little worried that it might go so i got it hey that's that's on me i mean yeah i got a lot of problems with you people and you're gonna hear about it was that and you're gonna hear about it that's yep, what that's now you're gonna is, hear right? about it what did he say oh i i was shopping what i was shopping for a doll for my son <laughs> it's so good and 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 only i mean he makes he makes everything like delivery the just the way he talks about it is that's i is that the best seinfeld episode it might be it's up there i think it's in the discussion it it has to be that has to be i mean that's that may be one of the best sitcom episodes of all time it's just and i love every year i send my dad um um the the uh the gift card for the um the the human that no the human fund is that the same human one or fund. no uh yeah because he yeah. has to explain to his boss kruger uh just what the holiday is all about did we lose eric did we lose me wow no we lost eric Wow. Unbelievable. Oh, no, oh, he's, he's back. Here. He's back. He's, he's back. back. That was scary. That, that would have been scary. tough. That would have been tough. 
I love Banks though. Yours has been so bad that you had to. You had to I was like, wait, Taylor's still moving, so I think well, I'm okay. Yeah. Once, once I heard, <laughs> I stopped hearing stuff. I was like, oh, I guess Brian's. And then I clicked back to the screen because I was looking up festival stuff, and I clicked back to the screen expecting to see Taylor. Like, well, there it goes again. But well, <laughs> it is I. No, but I, again, I got pick. nothing else to say. Festivus is the, that's a great pick. That's a hell of a Ruger. That's Brady. That's Brady. The silk sheet. If you had a hot date with a baby, that is that is such a good show. I mean, it's it's Brady. It's, it's Brady in the sixth. It's Brady in the sixth. Yeah, it's a great pick. I know. Yeah, I picked it. Thanks. You have a second one. Lastly, I'm going to take Father's Day. Mm. You get the summer, you get the U.S. Open. Um, usually because it's about dad, you're getting to do stuff that you want to do. Respect to you, Eric, as a father, you get to do what you yes. want to do. So Respect if we're doing you, what Eric. dad wants to do, I'm probably going to be happy with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a good holiday. Eric, a lot of respect for you talking about Father's Day. You're a great father. Just yeah. let you know that. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yep. Yep. Blown balloons. <laughs> oh, man. RDT. Uh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm following Banks. I'm going Mother's Day. Madres. Just, just showering mothers with, with love. Nothing we better. Mothers. Nothing better than getting your mom a, a good gift, a nice gift, you know? Yep. They deserve it. And again, it's like most of the time it's like, Hey, we'll do what you want to do. And she's like, Oh, we just, I just want to be with family. We'll just hang out at the house. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Even better. Even better. So my mom always says every single time. Like, Oh, I just just want want everyone to to come over. I just want everyone to come over and be together. I'll cook. I'll no, I'll, or, you know, it's like, Oh, we'll cook. And then you end up cooking steaks and it's like, Oh, this is great. Like this is, this this is perfect. Um, and again, what do you love? May. Is it a May? What is it? Always bay. I think so. Bay? Yeah. yeah. So again, like weather's fine. Weather's good. Um, go outside and do stuff. But yeah, again, a lot of times we had our last weekend of the college baseball regular season on Mother's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. That was always that always lined up a lot of the time. Um, perfect. I love that you guys took those. Those are the other two things on the board I was considering. So uh, it's an easy final pick. I will take Leaf Erickson Day. Hinga dinga dunga. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that. <laughs> It yep. was like kind of on the peripheries of my board. Yep. Leaf Erickson day has to go. What what else is there to say? One of the great holidays. Happy Leaf Erickson day. <laughs> what a great episode, SpongeBob. Two great shows. Day. What? Opposite day also. Yeah. Yeah. Free balloon day. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> We need to get back to uh, Ocean City uh, rental and watch <laughs> a couple hours of SpongeBob. SpongeBob. <laughs> All right. Banks took Christmas. No, he's not. Christmas, Christmas Eve, Labor Day, Festivus and Father's Day. RDT takes Fourth of July, St. Patrick's Day, New Year's Eve, Halloween, which I spelled brutally wrong for some reason, <laughs> and Mother's Day. I took Thanksgiving, Real Day. Um, New Year's Day, also a Taylor Swift song, Easter, and Leif Erickson Day. Uh, anything else on the board? Arbor Day. Uh, Christmas and Hanukkah, Chrismica. Thank you to the OC. was on my board. Chrismica. But Flag Day. Flag Day. Flag day. Um, Mardi Gras. Day. My, my dog was born on Flag Day. Mardi Gras. I had Cinco de Mayo as a potential pick. Did yeah. not take it. 
Uh, well, is it my my Cinco memory was always more like, like Cinco de Drinko. Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. we were we were pre gaming <laughs> for uh, we were pre gaming for some party, and then we were all drinking margaritas in Chris Darvish's basement, and then we found out that Gary Williams had resigned, and that legitimately ruined my. You have told this story before, for yes, sure. Yes, I remember yeah. where I was. I was literally sitting next to Varun Ram's roommate. Hmm. Um, there was for Hanukkah on this show. Nope. I I as a as a celebrator. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's it's a fine holiday. Um, it's a little bit of a tease because again, at least in my house, it was always my parents were like, Hey, you can do a big Christmas or you can do, you know, a, a big Hanukkah, and then you do a small whichever other one you did. So again. For Hanukkah, it was we would get five dollar blockbuster gift cards, which were more than five. We'd get it, we'd get a DVD, <laughs> something like that. So I, you know, I'm renting Crash Bandicoot. I'm renting, you know, one of those one of those games um with my gift cards. And then I'm asking for backyard baseball for Christmas, which is exactly how it went. Um, but again, it was it was fine. We get some, I forget what it's called, the gelt, the the chocolate candy. It was always fun. You know, you light a menorah, you spin a dreidel. Um, Kwanzaa is on here. Um, uh, Boxing Day, which is a little bit of more of a thing in other parts of the world. Uh, they play a lot of Premier League games on Boxing Day. Wally. Um, for the beginning of Advent, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Veterans Day, we just had respect to the veterans, obviously. Small business uh, Sunday. Small business <laughs> the, 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 the rest, Saturday. the rest of us don't get much out of Veterans Day. So, <laughs> um, All Saints Day. Um, not my Columbus Day. I'm an Indigenous Peoples Day guy. I'm a respectful guy. Um, so Columbus can absolutely Clark on it. See a hello. Uh, no one for Yom Kippur RDT. Couldn't even tell you which holiday that was. Passover, oh, oh my god. No. That's the, the one, one for Rosh Hashanah already. Which one is the one where we have to be in early? See, I'm a bad Jew. Yeah. Like I'm an awful yeah, Jew. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to carry the water there. I got nothing. You're gonna have to carry the water there. I don't know. Uh someone calls Super Bowl Sunday holiday, but until it's actually one, I didn't feel comfortable taking it. Yeah, I'm that's yeah. thinking about no love for Valentine's Day, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. I just think that that's just yeah, I, I've just never gotten any of it. Brian, I'm surprised you didn't pick April Fool's Day. April 16th. That's your own personal holiday. Yep. Um, 420? 420? I was surprised nobody 420, did. yeah, well. John, yeah. John Rothstein's Archie Miller more locked in than a CPA on April 14th is, oh, talk about one of those ones that drives me nuts. By the way, tough to have that hitch to Archie Miller. I don't know if that's going to go all Rhode Island. I think he's already lost the no. Popeye game. <clears throat> I think he um, improved the one and two last night. How about Louisville is 0-3? They've lost every game by one point. Maryland, I mean, you got to beat them. You got you to kill them. You have to. Yeah. The Terps to. are unfortunately going to roll into Louisville. I think they're going to lose to they're going to lose to somebody. Maybe well, the Terps had two tough games this weekend, but they're going to lose to somebody else. They have a tough game. Um, they they could be in full save their season mode in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. I do not like that being in that spot as a road team. But you know, Ramadan, not what Palm Sunday, Good Friday, Passover, RDT, uh, 
Patriots Day, Earth Day, Arbor Day. I said Arbor Day. Oh, you did? Uh, okay. You did. First thing I said. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. That's all I've got. Uh, and and pres- uh, Martin Luther King Day and President's Day also. Uh, I Both give us days off. Both I consider taking. Martin Luther King Day falls on my birthday sometimes as well. So shout out to, shout out to MLK. Um, Nick Hitter Medley, Maryland person of the week. RDT. I'm going easy. I'm going it's my daughter's fourth birthday. When you hear this on Beautiful. Thursday, so yeah, it was a it was it's been a fun four years, you know. She's a she's a clown and a half. Four more years, four more years. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Yeah. Relevant. The last twenty four hours. And you know, you know, it's oh, funny. Jesus. You know, it's funny too. Is I've told this story too. I think the day that she was born, in the hot, you know, the hospital remotes where you can only go up and it, like it takes. A where second. was she born? What hospital? In Arundel County. Mm. So. Uh, left at two thirty in the morning. Got there at three. Uh, labor didn't start until I think it's it was like twelve twenty six or whatever. But I'm trying to. I was like, all right. When the nurse was like, all right, we're getting ready to go. I get the remote and I start going up. I'm like, I'm gonna find something on TV to watch because I'm I'm gonna need something to watch. And I wanted to watch Maryland, um, Ohio State that day, and. I went one up because again, it lags a little bit and I ended up on pit and wake forest. And so I ended up missing the game where Maryland lost in overtime to uh, Ohio state because I couldn't cycle all the way back through. And of course, Maryland, Maryland, Ohio state Saturday. That's what I said. It's at her birthday parties on Saturday. So I said, it's kind of funny how that worked out, but yeah. So happy fourth birthday, Joe. She'll never hear this, but maybe could. Maybe Thanks. maybe they, they may listen to daycare. I'm not sure. Um, equally as heartfelt, uh, gambling. Gambling's coming to America. Sure. Finally, online sports book is legal gambling. Legal, yes. Um, responsibly. Uh, coming out next week. So uh, make sure you sign up and uh, download the Barcel Sports app, Sportsbook app. Uh, promo code GoMD for. I don't know, 50 bucks of this and 50 bucks of that. Something like that. I should know my stuff. Marketing plan's coming out later this week. So we're going to touch up on that a little bit. Very excited. Wait, ten, all my ten, ten, um, 10 places. Not that we'll mention the other ones because you guys are affiliated with a single, but it's, it's 10. Got the license, whatever. I believe I 10 so. operators. Per, yeah. yeah. Long time coming. We've been talking about it for a while. We voted for it two years ago, so. Yeah, it's crazy. Long, long time. Yeah, download the Barstool Sports app. I don't get anything from that, but, you know, you guys do it. So help out the company that our guys write stuff for. Um, it, that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how um, Maryland Live has a good, we talked about this a little bit, Maryland Live has a good, like, sports book. There just needs to be more better like brick and mortar sports books they're just kind of aren't there in maryland yet camden yards you would assume yeah that's going to be very interesting to see how it develops especially with the casino right there next to the two stadiums mm-hmm. yeah very interesting situation yeah 
because especially for the Ravens who are affiliated, I don't, who are the Orioles affiliated with for gambling? Oh, uh, remember, um, remember who that one was? It was like Go Sports or something like that. Like, Some like the Ravens are name. the Ravens are Caesars, so you would Caesars, not think yeah. that they would put any of that stuff in MNT Bank Stadium with the Caesars sportsbook sitting right there at the Horseshoe. Like that's a Caesars sportsbook, correct? So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, like if we'll the see. Orioles have a if the Orioles put a sports book in the warehouse, wherever that may be, that will just be directly competing with that Caesars property a stone's throw away. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's it's a competitive business. Um, I was able to secure. Well, my friend Megan was able to secure two tickets to the Taylor concert on Friday in Philadelphia. So those two tickets are my Nick Cannon Medley Maryland Person of the Week. I cannot wait. This has been an entire shit show. Banks was in the trenches in the Taylor Swift ticket game today. Um, got two in Denver. Um, so it's really wherever you, it's really wherever you can get them at this point. And I can't wait. It's going to be, you know, it's the moment I'm looking forward to the most next year right now is seeing the Taylor Swift concert. So I'm going to try to see it more times. I would love, I mean, Banks, I would love to see one with you at some point. So you have to, we'll still be trying to figure that out. Yep. That was a, a, one of the great experiences of 2017 was our pilgrimage to Philly to watch the Taylor Swift concert. Was it 2017? 2018? I think it was 2018. 2018. Sorry. Yeah. 2018. Excuse me. 2018. It was amazing. It's a heck of a trip. Ticketmaster, on the other hand, take a lap. What'd you say? Ticketmaster. Ticket oh, yeah. It's a joke. Tough. The Phil- the yeah. Phoenix shows were going through SeatGeek, which I thought was weird. Yeah, it's because the there's two venues that had partnerships with SeatGeek, so they had to go through SeatGeek. It was Arizona and... Oh, man. Ooh. Vegas? I can't remember. That wouldn't two went through SeatGeek. So, but yeah, that was that's been a scene on Twitter for 72 hours. This Taylor Swift pre-sale situation. People are not happy. People are none too pleased. And the general public sale is still on Friday. There's still more tickets apparently to be sold, which seems insane. I wonder how they're divvying those up, but um, I will give a quick honorable mention as well to a birthday in my life. Uh, my younger brother, Sam, uh, his birthday was on Monday. So happy birthday to him. He's getting way too old. It's kind of bizarre. So <laughs> happy birthday to him. Happy birthday. Any, Sam. Honorable mention, any honorable mentions for you guys before we get out of here? Oh, we have dead or alive as well. Justin Jefferson, I guess. That was sweet. We talked about that. Well, with that, that's the one thing we, we didn't chat with in the Ravens discussion. Number one seed is sort of coming back into the picture with that Bills loss. And the Bills looking a little mortal. Josh Allen, little mortal. Someone said they haven't scored a second half touchdown. I, I, I forget what the stat was in like three weeks. Fucking Four Jerome weeks. Boger fucked us against Buffalo. And now he's our referee again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good one to have him as the ref, and hopefully he can't fuck us in this one. You wouldn't think, at least. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the if you look at the playoff situation here, um, everyone is six and three. It seems like everyone. everyone's six and three, except for the Dolphins, who are seven and three. The Chiefs, who are seven and two. Chiefs really seem like they have the 
the uh this is not an unbelievable hard schedule coming home chargers rams Bengals, broncos texans seahawks broncos raiders that is a bunch, bunch of teams that could in any given week kind of find it but doesn't seem a lot like of teams that don't have it the raiders don't have it the broncos don't have it the texans don't have it the, the Bengals at the chargers at the Bengals, and home for the seahawks are probably the three hardest games the rams are not very good either you know what i will say which I, you know, I like to do like, I like to think that I can picture every team playing every other team. Chiefs, Seahawks, maybe one matchup that I've never, that I don't like ever remember. Like, I don't think I've ever seen those two uniforms on the same field together. Yeah. No, Dolphins right. finish with, with Texans 40, Texans at 40. The Dolphins go at San Francisco at the Chargers, at the Bills, home for the Packers, at the Patriots. That is a hard stretch of games. And then home for the Jets, who are not a who are not a cakewalk now. That's a really hard stretch coming home. That's tough. So the the Ravens have the ability to move up in the seeding. They are currently the uh, the number four seed in the AFC, and uh, the Titans are the three seed. Currently matched up to play the Jets. Wouldn't hate that game. That feels like a game the birds win against mm-hmm. Mr. Wilson. You've already seen that game. Yeah, it's yes. Flacco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but dead or alive. Sean Connery. Alive. That dude is dead. He died this year or last year, I think. Did he? Dead. I thought he was so died. Alive. He died dead. two two Halloweens ago. Wow. Are you so alive? Welcome to the Rock. See yeah. you, Sean. I mean, October thirty first, twenty twenty. Sean Connery, ninety years old, clean a, a clean ninety. The the best. I mean, the best. Sean died in the Bahamas. Ooh. Good for him. The the best Sean Connery is the um, Celebrity Jeopardy. I mean, that's oh, you correct. think you're so smart, don't you, Trebek? What was your dagoo mustache and your greasy hair? <laughs> Now we just get into our SNL skit. This uh, guy is just knows cover to cover SNL best of Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> that was the D. It's a DVD I that I'm sure watched, you watched. watched. I probably watched yep. that volume one DVD thirty times as a kid. Shabib Shabat song. Suck it, Trebek. He wagered Texas with a dollar sign. <laughs> Texas <laughs> with a dollar sign and fruit. Three. That's well. That's the sound your mother made last night. Anal bum cover. That's an album cover. Such a freaking good. It's so good. So good. It's amazing. All right, peace, Sean. Papa, you like it? Wanna call me Big Baba? You think he's alive? You guys want to do Dead Alive on Robert Goulet? Robert Goulet. Uh, I would guess dead. I think he's alive. Dead. Died. 15 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) 73. Dead or or Alive brought to you by Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, That was a good good quick one. God, does Goulet have a stash here? Good for him. Rise to stardom. I thought he was going to be Canadian. He's from Massachusetts. Oh, American Canadian (laughs) singer of French Canadian ancestry. Okay. Exciting stuff here on the podcast. Oh my god! Exciting stuff. We will see you back on Sunday. Post Ravens Panthers. We'll see if you see me. I may be in Ithaca, New York, so it may be a 
RDT bank show. If I, that is where I am. Um, follow us on all of our social media channels at X52 Podcast on all of the platforms. You follow Banks at Barcel Banks. You follow me at Taylor my 10. You can follow Eric at EDITTI22. EDT. I'm trying to figure out a way to say that without spelling it out. I've spelled it out every single time. I feel like I have to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, uh, support all of our sponsors at their level midnight. Jimmy Seafood. Fed thrill. Uh, as I said, we will see you on Sunday for the uh, instant analysis show. And then we will be doing the first annual Exit 52 podcast turkeys of the year next week. Hold on to your hats for that one. Well, hold on to your pilgrim hats for that one. Hold on to your what is the, what's all what is the, what does a turkey have on it? Like, what is that on its It's like a crown. Uh, like, what's going crown. down turkey? Get, uh, Isn't that called something? Yeah, it is. Am I, I making that up? I forget. I'm taking a set. He's like, where is this <laughs> guy nothing. taking us on the, <laughs> at the end of the show? At the end of the show. Enjoy the rest of your week. And whenever you listen to this, instant analysis on Sunday. We will see you next time with the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.